podcast the only book club podcast that breaks books into bite-sized pieces for our easily distracted conveniences my name is in fact cole i am the train conductor of this shipwreck today as we discuss tomorrow 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 by gabrielle zevin chapters three and four i use whatever pronouns you prefer most people use he him that's perfectly fine i'm not gonna fight you about it and one of my favorite types of poems and literature is limericks and i have Come prepared to present you with some fun limericks I have found. <laughs> Come on. Uh, was this entire bit because I found this TikTok today? It's like, that's funny. Yeah. Gonna, yes, entirely. Yeah, uh, that's fine. So here's the first one. There once was a young man from Peru whose limericks stopped at line two. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait. Can you give the definition of limerick? limerick? It's yeah. those like Irish things. So it's like a... But did a, a like, potatoes uh, from Nantucket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, potatoes. Uh, it's like the it's like a I, I can't explain. I'll I'll Google it for you. Lim- it's like a. It's like a. It's a you you. I feel like you would know it if you uh, heard. For it, someone like, whose one. favorite thing is a limerick, you can't. It really doesn't sound it like you well. know. I'm not good at describing things. Okay, <laughs> my job isn't talking. It's a humorous I mean, poem consisting I of mean, five lines. These silly rhymes were made famous by a man named Edward Lear, an Englishman who wrote the Book of Nonsense in the 1800s. So it's a five line poem, basically. But like yours was two line. Yeah. So was that's, that's the joke. That's the I joke. Under- I understand the joke. <laughs> Isn't a haiku also five lines or is it no? Three haiku lines? is five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. That's that was my numbers. that was my answer because I didn't know any other form of poetry. But hi, I'm Machabello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm going with this. So I don't worry about it. Right. Hi. hi, that's fine. I'm Machabello. I use she her pro pronouns i almost said programs that too um i am the head with (laughs) it's g her programs (laughs) that's not mm. i'm moving on (laughs) (laughs) i'm the head librarian of this book club and i'm gonna say haiku because i literally know no other type of poetry so that's everyone else you want to say literature you know no nope i'm sticking with poems could have been short stories could have been you know, okay, I like novels. epic. I like epic fantasies that are at least five books long because I like hanging out with characters for a long time. I also like smut romance fantasies, but you know, I heard that queen. <laughs> <laughs> so true, bestie. <laughs> we'll go to Cosmic next. Stay Hello, tuned for I... our episode on Fourth Wing. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for two. I know. <laughs> Um, hello, I'm I am Cosmic. Um, I use she her pronouns. And what is this question? What's uh, our favorite, favorite poetry? Of, like, poetry or like literature in general? Like, what kind of books do we like to read? So for a while, I had like such a big memoir phase. I fucking love memoirs, but I haven't read a good memoir in a while. But I do love a memoir. What was your favorite so memoir? 
Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Oh, we, we don't have man. to right now if you can't handle that. Oh, question. no, there's there's a bunch. Uh, I guess there's this like poetry memoir kind of thing by Claudia Rankin. It's called Don't Let Me Be Lonely. That's a really good one. There's also one called Tonight I'm Someone Else. That's I don't remember the author, but I remember really enjoying it. Oh, Jesus. Um, not really a memoir, but oh shit. Isn't uh, the like, didn't Jeanette McCurdy make a memoir? She did. I I kind of DNR DNF'd it. DNR. Uh, <laughs> but no, I would pick it up again. It wasn't bad. I just wanted to read other things. Fair. Um, what's DNF? Did not, did not finish. finish. Oh, okay. I accidentally said DNR. Do not read. <laughs> do not <laughs> resuscitate. Do not, do not resuscitate the reading. <laughs> do not but read. I'll I'll put more. I'm I'm a I'll put more memoir in the recommendations. Also, love a good short story. I love anthologies. Anthology. Anyway, oh. that's a long, long, long answer. Um, You're fine. Hi, Marty. I missed you. Tell us about you. <laughs> Um, hello, I miss you too. Um, I am Marty. I usually they pronouns. Uh, you know what? My favorite form of literature, I love a good fan fiction. Fair. There's That's the one... answer I'm going with. Wait! I love it. Can I She's... send you guys this game? You can cut this out, but we can talk about this later. I'm going to send you this game. You can do yes, whatever queen. you want. We can't Is stop it you. Is it a fan fiction game? Or yes. the Doki Doki Literature Club? No, it's a fan fiction game. I can't remember. Uh, there is a fan fiction that like got started recently that I'm reading. It's about uh, Miles Morales learning how to fight better by taking ballet classes. Hell yeah! That's I'm here good. for it. Anyways, uh, you're gonna popcorn somebody. Oh, um, Austin. All right. Hello, I'm Austin. Hilarious. He him pronouns. I, I think I'm the researcher now. I so don't know. If you can or ordain me with such oh, a yeah. honor. Do you um, get a funny hat or a funny cape? He does have, have a funny hat. I do have lots of funny hats. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> You'll have to go get one of those. Wear, yeah, you're required yeah, you to wear one. Can you go get one, one right now? He's funny hat. I wait, would. didn't you? Wait, wait, I don't know where wait. they all are. Didn't you oh. wear a taco hat during um, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Soma? Yeah. That was yes. a good hat. Yes. I remember that. You were like, this game is scary. Here's taco hat. Here's yeah. Taco hat. <laughs> the taco hat comforted everything. It was a fan <laughs> favorite, too. I had other hats, but that was definitely the best I very one. enjoyed the taco hat. That was my first impression of you guys. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes. I love it. That's like the best time to make an impression, I think, was our really? Soma stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Fav or favorite literature poetry. I have to say Russian what? Um, mm. I haven't read a lot of it lately. But oh, I've I read Russian roulette, and I was very concerned. No, I'm Although, still hearing it. What did you say? <laughs> Russian lit. Russian, Russian lit. literature. Uh. Russians get lit. Oons, 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 oons. I Russian roulette is like, wait, what? That. Austin, <laughs> do you need help? <laughs> help. Help, please. Unfold do you have a, a favorite? Piece of paper says die. Crap. Um, favorite. I think Anna Karenina by Tolstoy was really good. It's it's oh. an epic, epic story. Super long, but really good. Tevin, it's your turn. <laughs> That's me. Hi, I'm Tevin, aka Beals, aka Beazel. I don't know. I use he, him pronouns, and I just work here. Favorite kind of literature? That's a great question. I barely read. <laughs> Um, I like fiction. I can't read. <laughs> no, um, if we're talking the about dialogue for Undertale, <laughs> <The> di 
Um, Hi, I'm Bob. <laughs> Bob, one of the best characters. Uh, you know, since we're talking about poem types, I haven't paid attention to poem types in school. And I remember in school, I liked acrostic poems, but I could give oh, you yeah. zero examples of them currently. Acrostics are the ones where it's like up and down, right? The first letter of yeah, every yeah. line or word or whatever mm-hmm. ends up spelling something else. Oh, like, like a, a Taylor Swift song. Sure. Is that a thing that Taylor That's Swift does? I know it was in a couple of her songs. I don't remember. There's also which ones. a few video games where, like, the level, like, the beginning letter of all the levels spell out, like, the answer to, like, one of the mysteries in the game or something like that. Like, is it like that one paper that's actually just a Rickroll? Never gonna give you up. Never oh, yeah. Like, you you up. It, was like, it was like their college thesis, and it was a Rickroll. <laughs> like, the first letter, Incredible. the first word of every paragraph it was, it was a Rickroll. <laughs> yep, that's, that's what an acrostic is usually, but that is incredible. Shout yeah, out to them. Things I aspire to be. Truly. <laughs> anyway, so uh, tomorrow, 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 tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Tomorrow. Yeah. We uh, left off with Sam meeting Sadie in a subway and then being all sad about it. And then like, oh, God, what happened chapter two? Sadie. Oh, Sadie, that was like the, chapter two is like the flashback when they were little kids in the hospital, how they first met and all that fun stuff. Chapter three, we get like a little flash forward slash back. It's like in the middle between Sadie's at college now, but before she met Sam at the subway again, uh, we're talking about her intro to the class. She meets Dov, who's like her supervisor or teacher or whatever for the class. He is a renowned game designer for a game called Dead Sea. And he's her teacher. Yeah, he's her teacher for her like advanced game seminar. Uh, in this class, every student has to design a game. And Dov is just like tearing every single fucking game apart. He's being kind of a condescending, crude little brick about all of them. Sorry, Sadie presents her game called Emily Blaster, which is like a trying to create Emily uh, Dickinson. Yeah, Dickinson poems by like shooting at them. And all the other students are like, well, that's stupid, that's stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, but Dov is like, oh, that's kind of neat. I'm going to look at it. Let's talk about it after class. Let's get some coffee, have a little chat, maybe fuck a little, um, you know? And so they start having an affair because this guy is like married to somebody who lives overseas and they're separated right now. Uh, but they start doing the whatevers. Uh, Sadie starts working on her second game, Solution, which is more complicated than her first game. It's a game that's like if you don't answer any questions or don't ask any of the questions, you got more points in the game. Uh, but if you did ask questions, you figure out like what you're actually making. And it turns out you're working at a factory that supplied machine parts for the Third Reich. So if you didn't ask questions, you say, I got this ending screen. I was like, congrats, you're a Nazi. Uh, and if you do answer all the questions, if you do like ask the questions, you can like try to like slow down your production and be like, cool, you're a conscientious objector type of shenanigans. So yeah, that's what she's working on while she like is in this like falling for this guy who's married and is like, she is just his mistress. Uh, we learned that Alice was the reason, Alice being Sadie's sister, is the reason that Sam found out that like Sadie was the whole community service project thing. Uh, and after like Sam, again, this is like 12 year old Sam confronting her about it. He's like, well, you're just a C word that I'm not going to say because that's a bad word. Uh, and that's like the first time that like he swore at her and Sadie's like, yeah, I probably deserve that. Towards the end of this chapter, Dov starts to like get bored of Sadie. So Sadie's like, ah, I need to keep you interested. So I'm going to dress up nicer and try to do more around the house and yada, yada, yada. You know, the things you do when you're in an abusive relationship. Dobbs like constantly compare like his success to hers. 
and calling her like lazy and shit. And when he returned, like he went to, then he went go back to Israel to visit his wife, came back and he didn't like call her for a week or two. And then he did. And like, then that's when they broke up and they still had sex after that because I don't sure why not. Uh, and the entire time Sadie was like, all right, I can't make a big scene about this because he might be in charge of a game I designed one day or whatever. And it's like, eh, I don't like that at all, actually. Anyway, that's chapter three. Chapter four, uh, we have starts off with Sam sending Sadie an email about solution. And then like months go by and nothing happens. We find out that like Sadie's become super depressed. She's like been skipping all her classes, sleeping all day, neglecting any showering. Sam wanted to like talk to her about his game, but like because he liked it and he like, had a bunch of notes about it. And he wanted to like say, hey, here's things you did. Great. Here's things that like, I think you can improve on. And he's realized that, like the one goal he has now is like make a game with Sadie. That's what I want to do. I want to make a game with Sadie because her and I are great together, even though like they haven't really talked much at all. Uh, so he tracks down his apart her apartment, even though and then it's like in between two stations. So he has to walk really far in his canyon. He gets up there and she's like, get the fuck away from me. I don't want you here. And he's like, well, I don't know what to do now. Uh, so he asked Marks for advice and he's like, hey, Marks, how do I help out somebody who doesn't want to be helped? And Marks is like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Do what I do for you because this is the same relationship type of thing. Uh, he's like, just be around and be available. He had a great quote that was just like, friendship is like Tamagotchis. And I really like that quote. Um, I like the in, like the second half of that quote a lot. Too. Where, he like, where he was like, uh, his, his uh, he let one die and then his girlfriend at the time said, Revealed deeper flaws about him as a person. Yeah, Tamagotchi's <laughs> the digital pet keychains were everywhere that year. Marx had recently killed one that he had received as a holiday gift from a girlfriend. The girlfriend had taken it to be a sign of deeper flaws in Marx's character. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. You changed that to your Discord status, right? I did, yes. I think you spelled it wrong. No. I mean, you spelled it sure. Tamagotchi. Maybe uh, whatever. A anyways, so then Sam starts showing up to Sadie's house like every single day, and she's like just still being depresso, espresso, just in her bed. I'm he starts finding things weird. around. Real like notice notices that she still has a framed like picture of a maze that he made for her when she was kids for her bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. So like, he's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna make you a new one." And eventually, like, as he's doing that, so he's like, "All right, cool. Let's. I I I need to stop being depressed. Let's make a promise to never fight ever again." And that's kind of where it ends. I don't know if you noticed, I've been a bit depressed recently, but I'm my favorite line. <laughs> and those are the two chapters. There's a lot to talk about. Anyone have any quotes they want to share? I kind of talked about one of mine that I want that I liked. I just want to say I'm enjoying your your recaps more and more. There's just a little more sarcasm every single There's week. There's a lot of sass, yeah. And uh, and it's been boy. it's been fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> this book deserves it sometimes. They say what we're all thinking. I, and I. <laughs> I told a few people this. The only people so far I like in this book are Marx and all of the grandparents. Marx and the grandparents <laughs> yeah. are the best characters. I literally wrote a note about that. I was like, when uh, his grandmother like like got bottom clothes and stuff, I put my notes, another granny slay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like even when Sadie's grandmother found out that like she lost her friend because of that, she didn't she didn't like be like, Oh, I told you so this was gonna happen, hada yada. She was just like nice about it. Like, oh, I'm sorry, it sucks for you. Let's yeah. go get ice cream. You still They're did good. Like you uh, tried. It was awesome. Oh, I had one thing. Um, um, when Sadie sent her game to her class, um, her classmate Hannah um mm. was being rude to her about it. Um, and she responded, she emailed Sadie about it and said, You are a sick person. Uh, which I thought was an interesting comparison with Marx, who called her a sick person, but he meant it in a positive mm. way. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, cool. And then when 
Oh, and yeah, when Sadie's trying to, or when it talks about um, Sadie's point of view when they met in the subway station, right before, like she she heard him call out to her, and then she ignored him, um, and then like when he said like Sadie Miranda Green, you have died of dysentery or dysentery. Uh, Sadie could be ignored, but the childish shared reference could not be. And it was an invitation to bl- to play, uh, which, due to previous context, was an invitation to be vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had one more. A lot of the quotes from this chapter was just me highlighting, especially awful parts, and just putting sad face. Yeah, like one Sadie of them- found Dov. Uh, but, well, God, what was it? You it was, it yeah, it was, no, oh, it was like, like slightly sexy or something. Yeah, like crass, some like mean and like, slightly sexy or something like that. Yeah, Sadie found Dov vulgar, repellent, and a little sexy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. sent it to Mott to be like, um, yeah. no, actually. <laughs> and then I tweeted it. Shit. I yeah. added that one and I was like, that was certainly a sentence I just it read. It sure was. It sure was. <laughs> so it definitely has. Yeah, City definitely has an interesting type, it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> the people who um, don't, the very repellent, very... <laughs> there's something to be said about, like, her being a young college girl. Ha- and being, privileged. Yeah, meeting, mm-hmm. like, meeting someone that she's, like, looked up to and respected for so long, who is mm-hmm. now, like, in a position of power over her. I could kind of yeah. get, like, around yeah. that. Like the power dynamic, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But also, the guy is, like, openly cussing out all of the kids around him. <laughs> He's a full-grown Fair. adult. I honestly, mean, I though, know a lot like, of people like that, especially being in the army. So, honestly, <laughs> though, like college professor who cusses like that, I kind of respect him a little bit. To an extent, you to must extent. make the program suck your dick. Yeah, you do I not don't, have that's dick. too far. Can, Dude, know. that <laughs> whole thing got to make you has to make you <laughs> that come. That kind of ruins it. You gotta yeah. come from the this program. Program. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. I do massively respect his teaching style. Rather than the... Other than that part, yes. The way that he was so hard on these students. He was very technically competent in his review when he talked about the mechanics, what made the game fun, what Mm -hmm. made it... What makes people tick in a game and what makes them not. Mm -hmm. He He knows what he's talking about. Exactly. And when he was eviscerating their entire premise of the game... Like with the archery game? That was... It was perfect. They needed it. They need to hear that at that level. Yeah. People, oh, it's bullshit. It's like, well, it it is. Well, you know, it's not bullshit. Actually, <laughs> this game sucks, <laughs> and it is. It, it, they need to learn. They're you know they're mm. what, juniors. They're yeah, I don't know if people need to learn by Sophomores. having someone yell and cuss at them though, because like at one point mm-hmm. it's like you're just bullying. Mm-hmm. Like, I will say you can, you can critique someone mm-hmm. in an articulate way, way without abusing your power and just yelling at them because he was oh, on a power okay. trip very clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as someone who went to art school, uh, this reminded me of a lot of my professors yep. and the kind of people. So I do appreciate that he was giving like constructive criticism, but also mm-hmm. just like the way he talked to the students is just like edgy for the sake of edgy and like mm-hmm. cool for the sake of cool and like crass a lot of, a lot of, of yeah, like a lot of my professors were kind of like that. And but mm-hmm. like they just wanted to call your work b- bullshit just mm. uh, just to call your work bullshit and they didn't the have like factor. anything to back it up yeah mm. yeah yeah exactly so it's like come on man yeah <laughs> i think I there's had... a balance there like i had there a professor a who yeah. would like if he didn't like your work he wouldn't talk about it he would just flip it over and move on because like it wasn't good enough to talk about and that hurt but it was never like 
make me come yeah. with your programming language because <laughs> yucky. Really? I, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, Masha, and he did say mm. that some people's work sucked and they needed to hear it. It, it did suck. People did people they need to hear it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. yeah but there's, there's a balance. balance. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, I, speaking to that balance at the very end of that, um, the this is bullshit quote. I should have saved this as a quote, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it as one now. Is um, when the dude started getting uh, flustered, Florian started getting flustered and getting mm-hmm. like upset about this. Oh yeah, genuinely. yeah, yeah. He was like, dude, dude, smacked him affectionately on the shoulder and pulled him for a bear hug. Next time we'll fail better, or w- we will fail better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why I like that. <laughs> I like that too. That like that kind of made me feel like that was his redeeming quality for me if he has it any. felt like no, to, to, me that, to me that felt like yeah. the douchebag like the douchebag uh jock guy was like oh i'm gonna make an offensive joke and if you feel bad about it i'm just like kind of pretend like i was it was a joke all along it wasn't actually like a serious comment you know yeah it kind of gave i was just kidding mm-hmm. yeah just kidding it's just Maybe. a joke bro it's like a weird have, in between um, yeah go on oh, i did have sorry. one more quote um this oh this one was kind of a quote that i quoted at a quote um (laughs) so um this is what i immediately thought of and unfortunately this aged better than i thought it or aged worse than i hoped it would um but it was when again after sadie or when hannah responded to sadie's game she sent an email and she cc'd dov on it she was like i'm gonna report this game to the count the fucking british council i don't know (laughs) Um, yeah, definitely the British so... they're American. <laughs> in Michigan. Um, uh, and and then after Hannah makes a scene, Dov calls Sadie on the phone. Um, and then he basically opens with, "So we both know Hannah Levin. Levin is an impossible Levin. idiot, right? It's like Tevin with an L and- <laughs> in a book written by Zevin with a T or with a C." <laughs> Sorry, I'm having so much fun with this. Uh, the quote <laughs> that jumped into my mind was that one. Um, often father is well, slightly different context, but often father and daughter look down on mother, woman together. They exchange meaningful glances when she misses a point. They both agree that she is not as bright as they are, cannot reason as they do. This collusion does not save the daughter from the mother's fate. Mm-hmm. Um, AKA Dov is a sexist asshole. And yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Dov is a sexist asshole. Also he's, had like a weird north. like Jewish fetish. I they think he about, is like, Jewish. He's an Hijo Kajima who created the Metal Gear series potentially having one but it was like Oh yeah. Not well there's that and then there was a third comment he made to Sadie. I was like what the fuck? So well, there were three separate comments Jewish. that he made. Huh? His, his wife is Jewish. Yeah. That's Dov's. one of those. I think Dov yeah. just has like a fetish fetish. Dov is, yeah. <laughs> Dov has problems. Dov needs some help. Yeah, well, uh, he's not going to get a revolver to the side of his head. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> I can Damn. help him a lot um, with a gun. <laughs> is this the Russian roulette we were talking about earlier? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're yes. all fully go. loaded. <laughs> I had one quote. It was not about Dov, thank God. Um, but it was when. I don't know which chapter it was in. Let me double check. Chapter um, four. It wasn't chapter four. So it's like it's, the end of it, right? Uh, do you guys even know what my quote is? Is it the you promise me do. thing? No. What? what? No. Oh, no, you sent ahead. a picture of it. So I was oh. like, oh, I assume it's this one. You know, that would be the smart thing, but I'm not even looking at that. No, it's not that one. That one is good, gotcha. though. But it was when 
Sam's grandparents were trying to get him to go to the bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. And it says, Dong Hoon nodded. If it's okay with you, I'll drop off the gift at the party. I think she will like the present you and your grandmother made. Her parents can buy her anything she wants. Why would she want some dumb thing I drew on the back of an envelope, Sam said. I suppose, Dong Hoon said, because her parents can buy her anything she wants. And yeah. I was just like, oh, grandparents. Yeah. Mm. Turns out old best people characters. have wisdom. They're the best. <laughs> Sometimes. Old only it works in real life that way. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Congress. Congress. Yeah. Congress. Congress. But, but the other quote that I did highlight was, Promise me we won't ever do this again, Sadie said. Promise me that no matter what happens, no matter what dumb thing we supposedly perpetrate on each other, we won't ever go six years without talking to each other. Promise me you'll always forgive me, and I promise I'll always forgive you. These, of course, are the kind of vows young people feel comfortable making when they have had no idea what life has in store for them. I love the last part of that especially. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Feels bad, man. Yeah, feels very foreshadowy, and I'm not liking that. Yep. Well, I refuse to comment. Why can't this book just be about like two people who like you know fell out of good graces, got together six years later, and then everything's perfectly fine from here on out? They make a game because then we wouldn't have a book. Because then we wouldn't have a book, and it would be gallant by being Schwab. Fine. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Sorry. <laughs> straight, straight oh. back to the Gallant Slander. Let's go. Yeah, it. That doesn't continue the rest of Book Club. I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to the tea break. My name is Cole, and today I am drinking some strawberries and cream, Dr. Pepper. Is that tea? No, but it's delicious. Uh, something I have been really enjoying recently is Final Fantasy XIV. I'm back on my MMO grind. There's just something nice about like being able to just always have an objective in a video game, you know? And if I ever get tired of like progressing the main story plot, I can just go off and level up my fishing if I want to, or mining or crafting levels. It's just, it's been really fun to get back into an MMO that like brings me a little bit of joy, you know? Uh, anyways, uh, hey, friends, folks, listeners, family members, country members, uh, anyone else, hey, we do a podcast here and uh, we enjoy making this podcast. And I know some of you guys enjoy listening to that podcast because we have the numbers to back it up. So it would really actually mean a lot if you could share us with your friends, family members, whoever you think would also enjoy this. Honestly, if you like want to make your own book club reading along with us as the episodes come out, I know Matcha does a really good job of posting on uh, Twitter or Blue Sky of which episodes or which chapters we're going to be covering next. So it's a really easy for you guys to like actually stay in line with us as the episodes come out. But yeah, sharing this with the friends is very nice. It's a best way to help small podcasts grow and actually any podcast. And I know you hear that from every podcast you listen to. I get it. I hear it too. It's tiring, but it truly is the absolute best way for us to grow is that word of mouth. Recommendations from people that you are close to are always taken with more sincerity 
than just like random Reddit posts or Twitter threads or TikToks or whatever, you know? So if you could just share us with a friend, even just one person, copy the link, do whatever. It would really help us out and I'd really definitely appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let's get back to the podcast. Hey, speaking of uh, professors who show favoritism, do you guys want to talk about your professor? Okay, we had two professors, and I love them both so much. Yes. They are my favorite people in the whole entire world. That's actually Austin is. Austin is, but this is real life. This is oh, real life. Yeah, this is real life college professors for me in Austin because we went to the same college and had uh-huh. many of the same classes. But we had two professors, and one of them walked me down the aisle at my wedding. Just the cutest fucking thing. And then the other one did my first dance with me. That's so cute. Oh my god. I know. It's the cutest thing. They were the best. Wow. I just just emailed one like last week. He just emailed me out of the blue. And I'm like, we were just talking. It's awesome. Now take one of those. I want a picture of Matra's wedding dress, please. I'll, I'll get one. <gasps> now take what? one of those professors and replace I'll find them with a... Dov. Is it the same? No, it's not the same because these Why are too old that? men. <laughs> these are too old, old men old. <laughs> <laughs> with very cute glasses. To be fair, at least Dov would them. be old by now. He wouldn't be that cute. Sorry. I, I mean, it is. You prove. I mean, you, you can have relationships with your professors outside of class. It is possible, and they it, can be healthy relationships. They can be healthy yeah. relationships, you know, right? Where they aren't trying to groom you, Dov. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I literally have one of Dov's quotes highlighted in my notice. Just every day, I contemplate murder. <laughs> 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 I definitely have like yeah, red highlights and blue highlights, and the red ones are those ones. Yeah, yeah. Although I do have, I have kind of a quote, but not really. Did any of you guys ever read or see the movie Gone Girl? Oh uh, yeah, yep. Yes, did not. Yeah, is that the one where she you remember? Her death? Yeah. Okay. You remember the quote about like the cool girl? Mm-hmm. Oh, like a yeah. whole monologue. So Sadie brings up like the archetype of the cool mm. girl. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like. Uh, she was like she knew she had no choice but to be cool and cool girls definitely didn't ask their lovers if they were planning to see their supposedly estranged wives over winter break and she kind of like says this a couple times Mm -hmm. um i think a lot of like the weird like her responses to like this weird groomy guy kind of resonated um because it's like when you're young and lonely and here's like this older guy that's like I love an you. Idol. And he's an yeah. idol. And who's and like, yeah, who has a lot of power over you and you like mm-hmm. don't really know where your life is going. And of he course, knew exactly like, what the fuck he was Exactly. Disgusting. Yeah. So I have this one quote cool highlighted. Ugh. It's yeah, Dov talked to City like she was a colleague and she liked that a lot or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, That's, how That's how they get you. That's how they get you. I mean, yeah, there's also she also talked about the um the cool girl when she got upset about the mm-hmm. yeah a sexist portrayal of a woman and metal gear Solid. Yeah. yeah and she was yeah. like what the mm-hmm. fuck is up with that he's like don't be sensitive or something yeah. like that she was like 99 yeah, percent of games are like this yeah cool mm-hmm. girls can't de- can't demand that you see women as people <laughs> right right she, she like, really uh, internalized that too though mm-hmm. like yeah how, how many times she kept repeating be cool be cool mm-hmm. don't don't overreact you're not allowed to feel things or express mm-hmm. those feelings to anybody mm-hmm. just right. just be like... cool like it's just it's so it just enables that sort of like she gets yeah. she's in this abusive relationship and it's just like be right. cool about it mm-hmm. it's like what i mean my god that's it's crazy like she but... knows it's wrong she knows right. 
but like she's like i can't do anything about it i have mm-hmm. to be cool do yeah. you think the reason she feels like she can't do anything about it though is like that threat of he could be what makes or breaks her in the video game mm-hmm. industry like that that yeah. is you know this ever-present yeah. thing where it's like you shouldn't even mix up with this guy let alone do this but well, i feel like right. a lot of it is like that's just because it's that like aspect of power and power is like everything mm-hmm. and in like an abusive relationship like yeah. and i just especially like kind of like what you were saying cosmic like i feel like a cert- certain amount of people can relate to like suppressing your feelings just to fit in a mold but i feel like especially mm-hmm. like as a woman and like as a young yeah. child in a family of loud people like that just resonated with me so strongly very often making everyone else like feeling like you have to like oh no that one part where she was playing the game and it's talking about how the main mechanic of the game was your character had to use stealth and i was like mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna do that like don't provoke him like don't speak unless spoken to i was like oh my mm-hmm. gosh like that's my yep. entire childhood <laughs> but, mm-hmm. yeah totally just like living to please other people because god forbid like you disturb the peace or like god forbid someone you have needs and feelings (laughs) yeah right you're human yeah can't relate my family loved me that must be nice (laughs) 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 Um, tell us about your father (laughs) my father is a very particular man and i've never once questioned that he loves me it's his lack of empathy for other people but that's neither here nor there Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Understandable. Uh, nice day. <laughs> Welcome to the Club. Thank you. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the video game solution? Okay. Can yeah. I start? I with, we got it right. Can I start with something? Yeah. Can can I have yeah. Yeah. You have uh, Go follow you, Matcha. All you. Okay. Thank you. So this is a slightly more complicated matter because I found I posted this in the first week, but it was technically for this week. But the game solution is actually a stolen game from another creator who is a woman who made a board game just like this. And they didn't what? get credit for it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. The video game, like, the video described game in the book or, like, in yeah. real life? The video the game video described in the book is based off of a board game in real life that they did not give credit for. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. This, this from another author. female. <laughs> Wow. No, it's a female author for a oh, female right. game. Like the a female designed this other game. I have an article. So linked. she wasn't stealing the concept, but she was doing a representation of She was like, basically so stealing the, the tweet, concept of the, the tweet game. from oh, uh, I Brenda thought... El Romaro says regarding tomorrow, 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 my uncredited work is in the book. Solution is by the author's own admission, a take on my game train. She uses the same theme, gameplay patterns, releases the game in the same location goes on for then it's like a, and even uses the same language i used to describe it it's a game about complicity my work is not credited in her book although her book includes extensive credits she only acknowledged it was my work when the new york times and wired magazines prompted her to no wow but i found that yeah i found that really problematic because i i have a little yeah. bit more time to like dig into this stuff because i this is my second read and i found that i was like what the fuck because it kind of goes yeah. counter to the whole book yeah. the whole book yeah right so that, that's just that's just my rant. Wow! Thank you for catch. the quote, Cole. Yeah, that's crazy. That just anyway. kind of makes sense though, because I was like, I picked up. I just if the whole first chapter felt very manic pixie dream girl, and the second cap- chapter, I feel like I don't. It wasn't as bad, but it was like, especially the thing with Hannah. I'm like, like to like use girls to, against girls. Draw directly on the manic yeah. pixie dream girl trope. Like she's not a pick me girl. 
and yet never ever has a single other female friend that she gets along mm-hmm. with and so right. very like lack of creativity there but also i don't like it, it's very back and forth because then you also ha- did tell this very compel- compelling narrative mm-hmm. about how she gets to this abusive relationship and sexism mm-hmm. and blah 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 mm-hmm. like how is it what <laughs> yeah Gabrielle Zevin is like us. It's a strange author so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, straw author. Straw author. Yeah. <laughs> I will that, say like- I I love this book. I've read the whole thing. I love this book, but like it it is interesting finding these little things and being like that feels wrong, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like so. the premise of the idea, or like the game itself, like is interesting because like it is what mm-hmm. gamer like uh, Sadie t- talks about how like. It's designed so everyone loses if you mm-hmm. figure out yeah. the plot of the game and like don't uh, supply the third Reich with like parts and like have a you ha- you lose by having a low score. If you try to get a high score, you lose by helping Nazis. And it's interesting to like kind of, it's kind of like Monopoly almost from like a Monopoly was designed to show people how capitalism fucking sucks. And then everyone's like, oh, but this is a great game, even though every Monopoly game I've ever played ends in arguments. Mm-hmm. Well, that so really pisses me friendship. off because the game, like once I read the game, I'm like, oh, holy shit, this is really cool. And then I'm like, turn me on to the book more because I'm like, OK, if you can come up with this, like you have my fucking vote. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I was right about the fucking like final solution I, comparison and the processing were, of PTSD through a game. And I was like, wow, I, I want to so play proud. this game. And now it's stolen. What the fuck? I ah. was so impressed when you said that. I had to keep my cool. I was just like, she got it. She got it. <laughs> Unprecedented <laughs> events. I was so excited. something. I was just so excited for you. I was like, you got it. And I was I was really excited when we got to the park because I was like, now we can celebrate. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, rah! <laughs> but other people's thoughts on solution? Um, I had one question about it. So sure. did Sadie know about Dobbs' connection to Israel and Judaism before she made this game? I would assume so, because she, she knew about the person, like about him before this class. She read his like bio. Did yeah. she make this yeah. game for him, knowing it would probably pique his interest? Him being having some connection to Israel, he did kind of he set off the challenge. Like mm. you can't offend me, you know. Offend me, try. Yeah, yeah. he did say that. Like, like, hey, try to offend me, you can't. And it's like, oh, fucking Nazis. Then you're, you're not a sympathizer. <laughs> I I don't think now that you bring it up. Do you prefer Austin or do you prefer Varelios? Austin, that's fine. Okay. He prefers, um, uh, fucking... um, but. I, I that's interesting that you bring it up because it mentioned like basically that she like she read his bio she played his game like she like this guy is is to her what Brandon Sanderson is to matcha like she knows a lot of shit about this dude and so she's trying to find ways to like get his attention and appeal to him so I don't think it's out of the, she said it was based on her grandmother but I don't think it was totally out of the question that she's like okay like what do we have like in not mm-hmm. in common but like, what can I do to like brick kind of bridge this gap? Yeah. I think that's it's very a interesting subject, observation. Yeah. I mean, you're talking to the Jews about about the Third Reich. That's very sensitive. That's a real gamble. He could have just flipped when he saw that. 1995 ish time frame, right? Mm-hmm. So even closer to when it was still like yeah. taboo to talk about. Mm-hmm. Living memory for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so. Um, Sam's critique was good. Very good about the game. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
I agree like as that. a game, like that's such a fucking strong like narrative. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was talking about this a little bit in the chat earlier. Like I just fucking like nothing is so amazing as getting to the end of the game and oh shit, I was the bad guy all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh fuck, yeah. like that yeah. is the best feeling, and just yeah, like so also sick. having that like and that kind of like storytelling. Like oh my gosh, wow. Good it was stolen. Sorry, I'll get over it eventually. <laughs> I won't. Sorry. <laughs> mm. no, good twist. To, like, awesome. Think ahead. about that. Like uh, when Sam was playing it, he's like, "Oh, I got." I think what he's like. He's like, "Oh, I think I got the best score of like the conscientious objector title." But like in that, he still is doing the job. I wonder if there's an option in the game to just like not supply parts at all. Is that an ending? Can you just like? I think that's what Sam suggested. Mm-hmm. Or his critique on it. He was like, "Well, there should be an option to." You know, you get into this story and you realize, oh, shit, I'm the bad guy. Is mm-hmm. there a way to like truly sabotage know, full, fully? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take like that route ending almost. I, I don't know. No, I'm, right. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that being a conscientious objector is losing necessarily. There were a no, lot I- of people during the war who, you know, they they still supplied the Nazis with parts. They still supplied the war machine. They were doing the best they could yeah. to survive. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make them evil or, you know, mm-hmm. enabling the well, Nazis. Honestly, I mean, they had to do it. Mm-hmm. We're kind of getting back into the ones who walk away from Omelus now. Of like, mm-hmm. at what point is it too far? At what point? What are you What are you okay with living with in yep. your own life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like... tied together. Yeah. <laughs> also, Don't I feel me. like... Well, it's kind of funny. When I was talking about the feminist icon, I or feminist feminism, I almost brought up Cersei. <laughs> but mm-hmm. also, I think that, like in any of these situations i feel like i have absolutely no fucking right to judge like any of these people like i have no idea what it's what it's like to like live in a place like nazi germany mm-hmm. so i don't i feel like people mm-hmm. who are always like i would do this no the fuck you wouldn't sit down like you, you don't know no shit know like you would have done yeah, yeah. no we're, we're one of those same people would be like oh if i was alive in 2020 i would have just stormed the capital and killed everyone in government like well I'm crying. I'm crying. Yeah, we want to like, have a full fucking reset of our government and fix everything that's fucked. We can't. There's only so much we, we can do. Austin, I know you had some interesting stuff about where Sam grew up. What? You had some interesting stuff in your notes about like the place Sam grew up because they they bring up like exactly where they're from in LA. Yep. Which I thought um, was really know. interesting. Well, Sadie's from like around there, but Sam's not. Sam's from, from Echo uh, Park, which is very different. Which K-Town? Uh, Echo Park, though, is exactly where he's from. He lived oh. next to K Town, but not exactly. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, he lived in Echo Park, which is not close to K Town. It's closer to Chinatown than it is K Town, really. Yeah. Um, but so, you did research on it. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I've you know, been to LA many times now, but uh, I probably won't go be going back. Actually, let's go. <laughs> Anytime soon. Let's uh, go. Sorry. <laughs> but uh LA's a really interesting place. I mean when they mentioned where he was from, I had to look up where, where that is exactly. Yeah. Um it's it's kind of by like the northeast side of LA, kind of by like Dodger Stadium and in this kind of in the rough area. But uh it's not terribly far in like total distance from like the flats of Beverly Hills, like where Sadie's from, but in LA distance it's massive. It'd take you hours to get there. Um, so Echo Park, where Sam is from, in the 80s and 90s, it had a lot of violence, but it got, re- I mean, it, it actually interesting got, interestingly got really bad after the book was over in like 08 and stuff. And it was just 
major crime, major violent crime all over. And this, and this is decades of that, of just poverty and crime constantly. So I find it really interesting that's where he grew up and his connection, and the way, the way that he talks about wealth inequality, even at a very young age, it's like so visceral for him. He lives that stuff every day. And, and he you being know, Sam? Him yeah, being Sam, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I got into the weeds. It's in, it's in the comments on there about like the different things that LA, LAPD did for like law enforcement. It's interesting shit. If you want to read it, it's there. I'm not going to go through all of it here. Um, you are a researcher. <laughs> a researcher. I would like to attend the Austin TED Talk. Same. Yeah, We're here for it. yeah I'm, not, I'm not going to get into uh, crime, like law enforcement strategy in this book, <laughs> book club. Uh, again, you can read about it. But I just thought it was very, very interesting that they chose these very specific locations in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it gives yeah. a good context of like the different lifestyles that they grew up in, though, which I think is really important because Sadie came from a very privileged background in comparison to Sam. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting how that builds out their character, I think. Although I did have a quote. This is related to like one of the the, the maze that he drew on mm-hmm. the invitation. And this part really set, I think for me, like I empathize with this character quite a bit and his background is like a true designer and engineer. Um, So he said, Sam set the invitation on the back of his desk and considered the envelope separately. The paper proved an irresistible temptation. I totally get that. (laughs) He loosened the seams with steam from the tap and turned the envelope into a flat sheet of paper. He took out his favorite Stotler Mars Lumograph pencil and began to draw a maze on the rescue paper. Amazing, he, he mentioned those those same pencils. I have dozens of those same pencils that I have for decades. I love Stadler pens, man. <laughs> oh, oh my God. But it, it was just his attention to just the paper and this luxurious paper and everything. It's like that attention to this crafted thing. Yes, the Stadler. Um, yeah. <laughs> this crafted thing. Yeah. yeah. It's German. Yeah. yeah. Can. Just like the Third Reich. <laughs> There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Roll> circle again. <laughs> but, uh, it's really cool. Yeah, just like as a, yeah. as a former bookbinder, like that, I was like, yes, that's that's mm. crazy. He, he's, he doesn't know a ton about paper, but he was able to analyze it in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and think about it so deeply about something just so banal. You know, it was crazy. Totally. So, I really liked the part where he said he whipped out that steam. I, I had a I had a phase <laughs> where I collected a bunch of stamps, and I was like, yes, get the stamp. I mean, uh, unbind the steams. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. I was like, ah! <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> harvest of organs. <laughs> oh, oh. So now we're done with the uh, part one of this book. Wow. What is everyone's thoughts on the character so far? Talk to me. much from you today. That's fine. I'm just, I'm here enjoying this. Um, just I have, work here. I just work here. <laughs> no, I mean, I, um, I am glad that we got a lot more of the point of view of Sadie, not just from young child point of view. And I am enjoying her character a lot more now as well as Sam's, but I, I am also just hyper fixating on all these characters. I hate. <laughs> Love to hate them. It's like, I'm just hoping that, that some of these characters uh, stay in part one and that's fine. <laughs> Who specifically yeah, is it? Dog? Again. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, did any of us think Dov is coming back? She's still taking his class, right? He best no. not show his face when I'm here with my crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> I will I also say... Ricky, when I catch you, Ricky? Ricky, when I catch you, Ricky? 
Y'all seen that one, right? Yes. No. Okay. It's, you have uh, a, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. A very short-lived TikTok. Uh, not meme. Meme, I guess. The Ricky? That, sound? that wasn't Trailer Park Boys, was it? I don't know. I don't no. watch things. I don't know. But not yeah, I feel like Dob has to it. show up at least a little bit. I hope he's not like important after this, but I feel like he has to be mentioned. Oh, he will be important. <laughs> he has to be. Lovely. You're probably right, honestly. I, I, have a, say- I have a quote highlighted that I cannot read about Dov, and I'm just going to let that sit in the air and Lovely. do whatever it does. Have fun with that. You have no idea what quote it is. It's fine. I, don't worry. I will also say, though, unrelated to the characters, um, Macho was talking last week about how this book plays with time a lot, and uh, I, I did want to bring that back up because like, we just went through like a whole semester in like seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of time passed. Like two pages or something like that, or what felt like two pages. I don't know what a page is when you read on a Kindle. It doesn't like page means nothing to me anymore. Uh, but yeah, I get it. I get it. But then, like, yeah. So we went through that really quickly, and then pseudo flashback, like not nearly as far as last time, and then back to pre- like. Mm-hmm. I'm it's having weird. fun with all of this. Yeah, it's a little yeah. weird, but I I'm actually really liking how that uh, is playing out too. Yeah, I would agree, especially like around the envelope. Because it was like, he went in her room, he saw the envelope. Oh, that was the same envelope that she sent on that invitation. And I can't remember exactly how it works, but I feel like especially around that, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I see what you did there, and I liked it. Because it was a maze <laughs> on her bookshelf. Yeah, like on the envelope. Yeah. And he harvested mm-hmm. the envelope's organs. Yep, that's how it that works. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I still can't go over and call fucking mazer. Amazing. You know what though? You know what? <laughs> you know what? Okay, Macha told me this I go by Macha. That's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my name. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, <laughs> I would assume that like if you start developing something or like creating something like professionally as an individual, like and get, Are like, you saying my renowned. stream? Are you saying my stream isn't me being professional? Your stream that you I feel yeah. like I feel like right we're now? directly avoiding the very obvious cat boy in the room. Yeah, the cat boy <laughs> in the room. on all platforms now. Your li- name is <laughs> literally <laughs> cat boy cole on Discord and Universal Cat Boy on Steam. Uh but also like, so, like I feel like for like, someone who is becomes as prestigious as him where he's getting like interviewed by like official magazines. I don't know. I would still There's be going by, right? by matcha most of the time just to be safe. I because like I have a very unique name. It's the 90s. Everything was goofy in the 90s. It's like calling yourself Mr. Beast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a big difference between matcha and Mr. Beast. Yeah. <laughs> matcha is cute, by the way. But... Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't Mr. know. Mr. Beast, not cute. I, I, that, he, he was... <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's creating a name when there weren't like readily accessible and easy to create screen names or alternate personas. Mm-hmm. There was no alternate alternate way to do that easily. He was trying to really just kind of make a name for himself at that time. I feel like that out. is just Sam, though. Like he is just like yeah. I want to be different. He's like he's a pixie girl too. He's Manic pixie girl. <laughs> he's like Sam Mauser to Sam Mazer to just Mazer. I mean, if he wants to be goofy, that's in his ver- in his prerogative. Heaven forbid me call someone out for being a silly goose. We are all silly geese <laughs> in this called life. You just called me out for being a silly goose. I love you for being a silly goose. I would never call you out for that. 
You just did. It's, it's it's I said I said pot kettle is what I said. I love both pot and the kettle. <laughs> well, actually, I don't. I love I love you more than him. But Damn. I'm saying we are all allowed our silly goose prerogative. Fair. The silly goose agenda. Yeah, silly goose <laughs> agenda. Here, anything else mm -hmm. anyone wants to talk about about these chapters? Kind of been all over the place. Uh... We're sixteen percent done. We are. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It feels just so. Fast. Like we're, yeah, we're moving a lot faster than fucking Gallant. It's funny, though, because this is still going to take us longer than Gallant. We're also reading a bit more each time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like today was 45 pages. Because I can't do errors. math. And you know what, Matcha? You are also allowed to be a silly goose. I am a silly goose. Thank you. I appreciate You're you. You're all silly geese here. Yeah, yeah, so the next time Honk. we're reading part two, Honk. we're starting part two, which is called Influences, and it's chapters one through three. So it's apparently 31 pages if I can do math, which is questionable at this point. But I did the math eight times and it came out that way six times. Don't ask about the, <laughs> I other, two. the other two times. <laughs> I love, <laughs> oh, I love no. the math here. It's just chapter one, put in page number. Chap end of chapter three, put in page number. Fine difference. <laughs> Girl I do that. I do that, Girl but it doesn't always that's, come out the same that, way. That's a little bit more than half the times. You were right. So you know what? <laughs> I feel like I feel like that many right. That's probably how many pages it is. Uh. <laughs> I'm the head librarian. I never said I was good at math. I have an art major. I'm doing my the best. The head librarian is never wrong. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's first rule. Right. First rule of book club. Never question, never question her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, God. Anything else you want to say real quick before we start wrapping things Did up? Did everyone else do their overall feels? Do we care about those? I mean, I, I care. My are denim, so I don't like feeling them. <laughs> no, I like it. I mean, up, I mean that with up, love. What up? Wow. Colon three. Wow. Colon three. Colon three. No, my, my golf game is much worse than that. What? My golf game is much worse than that. I don't get things in three. That was so late. I'm sorry. It took so long for me. Fun fact that little wob 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 you played will not show up in Craig. Yeah, can you put like, that sound effect in there? Makes makes woo woo eyes at scoop. <laughs> Please add it back in. Uh, Don't worry, yeah. he'll ooh eyes back at you soon. <laughs> I'm gonna get a message in chat. The fuck you talking? Scoop <laughs> does that sometimes. He does. Listening. Thank you guys all for being here and talking. If you guys like the content, like us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Leave us reviews. Send us emails. Send us messages on Twitter. Do whatever you want. Share us with friends, family members, coworkers. Uh, enemies, homeless people at the subway stations, weird teachers that are flirting with you. Make a QR code of our spot of our Spotify podcast and put it on a subway advertisement. Yeah, magic eye poster. Good it. idea. Yeah. Oh, magic eye poster. It. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be easy to scan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> magic eye of a QR code. <laughs> Just tell your iPhone to like avert their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> take one picture on the left, take one picture on the right, and then fuse them together. Easy. <laughs> Thank you all. Yeah, fun. Yeah, we'll be back next week with more of this. Um, whatever this is. Whatever this is. Hopefully, next week is less sexual assaulty.
Uh, I don't have a trigger warning on it, if that's anything. But I also didn't have a trigger warning on this one because I did my best, but I didn't take notes while I was reading the first time. So I tried. And on that wonderful note, ciao. Ciao. Bye, everybody.